Hey fam, how you going? Hello and welcome to the podcast Rise in Line with Vicky. I'm your host, Vicky Sinton. I'm a personal development and mindset coach and I'm so excited to have you along listening to this podcast. If you're someone who's just starting your personal development journey or if you're already knee deep, then this is the podcast for you. Each week, a podcast will be released with a mixture of guided meditations, guest episodes, as well as practical steps that you can implement into your life and better your mindset. So I can't wait to go on this journey with you guys to rise up and align our lives. Hello, hello, my friends. Welcome to this week's podcast episode. Vicky here, your friendly neighborhood mindset coach. I am really, really excited because as I'm recording this, there are only two more sleeps until the 1st of September and the first day of spring. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I feel, well, first off, a new month is always so refreshing and It's basically just like a clean slate. So you feel like, you know, new month, new me, all of that, which you can do that any time of the month. But I feel like having the first, like one month come to an end and a fresh month start, it's like a mini new year, basically. So obviously that and also springtime here in Melbourne, I have already like felt the mornings getting lighter and I'm honestly just so excited. I honestly don't mind winter, but definitely a little summer baby. So I am so excited for the warmer weather and I feel like springtime just has good vibes. I don't know. It's probably because we're coming out of that winter cold and, you know, the flowers are blooming and all of that. But yeah, I'm so excited. And also, if you've been following me on Instagram, you'll know that I have just released a brand new challenge for the month of September just to kind of help you get your shit together, basically. And I will chat a little bit more about that at the end of the episode because it is a free challenge. So if you'd like to come and join, I'll give you all the details. I'll give you the rundown then. But I thought in to go with the theme of new month, new season, um, all of that, I actually don't know how the seasons work overseas. I would assume they're the same, I guess. So if you're in the Northern Hemisphere, I would assume you're going into like autumn. Um, it's new season, like all of that biz. I thought we might do a little bit of a life audit, which is something that I have been doing a bit of lately in different areas of my life. <clears throat> now, what I'm going to chat to you today about is I have one, two, three, four, five categories that we are going to chat about and I'm going to give you some ideas for each one. So what I mean by life audit is literally basically just a reflection on your life as a whole. Different areas, how you're spending your time, how you're spending your energy, how you're spending your money, all of these different things because when we look at it as a collective and we can make small changes where they might seem small and insignificant on their own. But if you make a small change in each area of your life once a week, then that is going to add up over time. There's that saying where you just need to be 1% better every day. Because 1% better every day over the year is like 37 point something percent better over the whole year. Which, so when you look at 1%, it doesn't seem like that much. When you look at that tiny little baby step you're like, oh, that's that's a good baby step. That's a good step, but it's not really going to get me anywhere. But if you take that baby step every single day, then 
you are going to get somewhere. So I thought new month, new season, fresh slate, clean slate, why not do a little bit of a life audit? So the first area that I want to chat to you guys about is your space. And by this, I mean your physical space around you. So this includes your home, your bedroom, your desk, your your office, your working area. um, And what was the other one? (laughs) Any other areas you have in your home that you use as kind of like a uh, relaxation space. So you might have like a meditation corner, you might have a backyard or a patio or a deck, or you might have a whole separate room that's just your little space. Whatever you have in your home, personally, I don't have that, but (laughs) I just thought any kind of space where you spend either a lot of your time or you want it for a certain activity, then you really need to make sure that it's physically clear, energetically as well. But I want to focus on the physical right now because this is a very simple action step that you can take literally today um, whenever you're listening to this podcast. So a few ways that you can reassess and tidy out your physical space are to clean out um, items you don't use. So this big one that a lot of people do is wardrobe. Um, some people tend to collect clothes and things like that. Personally, I don't. I'm a pretty, uh, I will clean it out fairly frequently and I don't buy that many clothes. Um, so it's not something that I do very often. But if you are someone that has a, have a few items that you don't wear or a thing that I have been reflecting on lately is different sizing. I did, I say I don't buy clothes, but I did purchase some clothes about a month ago, I think, uh, because I didn't have any that I felt that comfortable in, or I just honestly hadn't bought any in like a year, to be honest. And I was kind of just feeling something a little different. I wanted a little bit of a change. So I purchased some, and then there were some clothes in there that I have that are like, two sizes too small and I don't know about you but I think as a female and as a young person and you know just it's like a human in general there is a lot of um stigma in society telling us that you need to be smaller or like get back into those and I was like you know what we're just gonna get rid of them because it doesn't matter what's the point a I don't fit them I'm not wearing them now and I haven't fit them in like three years so what is the point And B, if I was to go back to that size, then I'm sure I can just go to a shop and get some different clothes or ask someone and borrow them. So really, it's not the be all and end all if I get rid of these clothes right now. So ones you don't wear, ones that don't fit, and also ones that you don't feel confident in because you don't want to be wearing clothes that make you feel ugh, basically. (laughs) So do that. Um, there is also tidy out your bedroom and like your lounge room. I don't know about you guys, but our coffee table like accumulates just junk. So I personally have a cleaning schedule, which I will chat to you about in a minute. Um, but things like just getting rid of rubbish or like papers or like, um, letters that have come in the mail that you don't actually need. You just kind of like, Ooh, do I? And for things that you do need, have some kind of filing system. So they're not just all laying around a, so you can actually find them and B, so that your space doesn't feel as cluttered because things have a home. And that is a really important thing. Same with your bedroom. Get rid of things that are kind of cluttering the space or you're like, oh, I might just hang on to that. I might need it. If you definitely think you might need it, if you you definitely will need it, then store it away somewhere, give it a home so it's not physically out. And if you don't need it, then get rid of it. 
So those are really important because when you have less stuff, it's like that kind of minimalist lifestyle aspect. When you have literal stuff around you, then it makes your mind feel cluttered as well. So especially even if you're stressed or if you're worried, then it's going to make you feel more stressed. But if you are trying, especially your bedroom and most people, their lounge room is a space where they want to kind of relax and unwind. If you have clutter around you and you're not able to relax, then it's not really, the room is not doing its purpose. So it's really important to make sure your space is physically clear. And I did mention a cleaning schedule that sounds super particular, but honestly, it has made my life so much easier. I moved out of home a little over a year ago and I literally said to my mom, I did not realize how much cleaning and my partner and I have a very small place and that feels like there is so much cleaning still. So what I have done is I've just divvied up the room or like different things that will take a little bit and I just do one thing each day and it literally takes me 10, maybe 15 minutes to do the thing. But over the week, then everything gets done. I'm not spending my whole Saturday cleaning. Like sometimes I, you do need to do extra things on the weekend that take longer and things like that. But being able to set just that 10 minutes aside to give the cabinets a wipe down or like clean the stove or clean out the fridge and do the bathroom, things like that. It makes, personally, for me, it makes me feel so much better because I know that things are getting cleaned. I know that I'm having time for them. I'm not having to give up other things to clean. Um, just little things like that. So creating whatever kind of schedule that works for you. You might prefer to do it all in one day. That's totally fine. Um, but finding something that works for you because that also is going to help with your mental state of feeling a lot more uh, clear. And the third thing I wanted to add in regards to your space is literally just get rid of things that you don't need or you don't use. Because I feel like all of us just have a little touch of hoarding in us. We're like, oh, we'll just save that for when we might need it. Or we'll just save that. If you are not going to, like, if you haven't used it in a year or you haven't used it in six months, if you haven't worn it in three months, six months, then get rid of it. Be like really brutal. (laughs) Get someone to help you if you need, if you feel like you're like, might hang on to things, get someone to help you, but literally just get rid of it. And for the things you're not, for the things that you're keeping, give them a home. The second area that we are going to be doing a life audit on is our relationships. So jumping straight in here from the nice and simple stuff to the bit more intense. And first off, I want to say I do not mean go burning bridges and cutting off everyone. That is not what we are doing here. What we are going to be chatting about is mainly setting boundaries because that is a really huge part of your own self-care first off and just making sure that you have the time and the energy to do the things you want as well as spending the time and the energy with the people around you that you want to spend time with. So the different relationship uh, sections, you might say, are friends, family and partners or spouses. So those are the three kind of areas where you might need to divvy your time up And you also need to be really conscious of your energy as well. If you are committing to one family dinner a week and one um, catch up with friends a week and then two date nights a week, that's all good and well for your relationships. You've spread that out. But what about that time for yourself? Do you still have that time for yourself? If you've committed to spending five nights a week with your partner and then maybe seeing your family once a fortnight 
where's the time for your friends? So it can seem quite overwhelming because, you know, balancing the lifestyle and all of that. But it is all about you, your energy and the time that you have available. If you only want to commit to seeing your friends once a fortnight, that's fine. Let them know that, say, like you're really busy or you just don't have the time right now. You're just trying to make prioritize a couple other things. And if they're real friends, they will understand. That's a big one that comes up um, in the coaching that sessions that I have had is people are always concerned, oh, I don't want them to not like me or I don't want them to like think something's wrong. And the simple answer is tell them, just tell them. And if they are true friends, if they really care about you, if they are family that cares about you, then they will understand. And you're not saying you're never ever going to see them again. Uh, It's just setting those boundaries. And boundaries might also look like um, telling your partner that you just need half an hour each night to unwind. You might want to read, you might want to journal, whatever it is. Um, I do that sometimes if I'm just like, oh, I really just want to have like a journaling sesh. I really just want to go like read in bed. I'll just be like, um, you just watch like this episode on Netflix, whatever we're watching, and I'm just going to go and do this. Like, that's fine. And if people aren't understanding of that, then that's when you can kind of reassess those relationships after that. But the first step is literally just setting the boundaries first off, because that is something that a lot of people um, do struggle with. It is a bit of a challenge. The third area that we will be doing a life audit on, and I'm going to ask you some questions, is your time. So have a look at your schedule. Where are you kind of spending your time now? What are you doing? What kind of responsibilities do you have? When are you going to work? When are you having time for yourself? When are you having those times for your relationships? When are you working on your goals? all these things, have a look at what you're doing now and then do just a little mini reflection. Is that kind of where you want to be spending your time? Is there too much time with other people and you need to prioritise some time alone? Is there too much time alone and you might need to prioritise those relationships a little bit more? Are you spending hours and hours a day scrolling away on social media when you could be doing something different? I'm not saying never scroll because that would be very hypocritical of you. I'm not going to tell you that I don't scroll. Uh, It is just about becoming aware of when you're scrolling or on social media to connect or research or find something versus on social media to just waste time or just because it's that's just a habit that you've created which I'm sure most people have a similar habit regarding social media. It's so easy. It's literally in our hands. It's right there all the time. Um, But just do a bit of reflection on, is that how you want to be spending your time? Are you okay with spending three hours a day scrolling TikTok? Or would you rather scroll TikTok for 20 minutes and then spend the other two and a half hours uh, working towards something else or spending time with a loved one or working towards a goal? Another thing to look at in regards to your time and your kind of schedule is where is your energy going? So if you are booking yourself up with responsibilities and commitments outside of yourself, things like a job, nine to five job, side hustle job, volunteering commitments, um, 
even just those commitments with our relation within our relationships with friends and family if you're filling up your time with all of those then all of your energy is going out those things are putting when you go to work when you have a side hustle that is putting energy out relationships are a bit of 50 50 you probably put some out and get a little bit back but still there is not much going in compared to what is coming out so in regards to energy, you need to make sure that there is time for you to recoup and fill up your cup, essentially. I'm not a huge fan of that saying, but it's a really good visualization because you you physically cannot pour from an empty cup. So you need to make the time to put energy back in as well as giving it out to where you need. And that is all just about balance. If you're a visual person like I am, I cannot recommend using a physical diary or planner enough. I have always, I was having this conversation with a one-to-one client the other day. Um, They were like, oh, like, how do you schedule the time for yourself? Like, what, do you write it down or do you just like put on a sticky note? And I was like, I just use my diary because honestly, I was that kid in school that used the planner that we got given. I've, I cannot remember not living life without a diary, to be honest. I have, this year I have just gone to like electronic. I use Google Calendar and I love that as well because I can see my schedule, all of my like Zoom meetings and all of my other things are already on there and then I can color code it. So personally for me, I kind of look at it as an overview of my week and kind of be like, okay, um, this color is the time for myself and I haven't got much of it or there's probably too much of it and I need to do a little bit more business or I need to put some time into my relationships, like whatever that is, I find it quite easy to look at it that way because I've written it down. So you can do that with either a physical like diary planner, or even just a calendar, just write things on there, uh, whatever way works for you. But just make sure the time that you're spending, the energy that you're spending is where you want it to be because the time that you have you want to be using it to your best advantage and I don't mean studying away and learning all the knowledge that you can but if your best advantage is having time for yourself and having a bath then do that if using the time to your best advantage is going out for a walk with friends then do that and it's probably going to change as well just keep in mind it's not you're using your time wisely is not going to be exactly the same thing every day because your needs your energy changes each day the fourth area that we will be doing a little a life order on that I want you to reflect on is what are you doing in regards to your goals and are you moving forward I think a lot of people think goal setting has to be massive, dramatic, like, oh my gosh, I'm going to buy a house in like five years or three years or 10 years, whatever it is. That is a really awesome goal. Definitely set long-term goals, but also you can set smaller goals that are not as like intimidating. Personally, a goal that I have for this quarter, um, so what's that? September, October, oh wait, no, sorry. June, July, August. (laughs) it was to read three books. That doesn't seem that like, like, that's not super crazy. That's literally just for these three months. And, and it's easy for me to keep track of like all of that. Uh, I don't have a goal setting 
podcast episode. However, I have spoken a lot about it over on my Instagram. So there are journal prompts and things like that. So if you would like specific prompts, head over to my Instagram or obviously feel free to reach out and I will be more than happy to give you some. Um, If you would like me to do a podcast episode, just let me know because I love goal setting and there is a couple steps, but the formula is super straightforward. Once you have done it a couple times, it's literally a piece of cake. But the first question I want you to actually ask yourself is, do you have goals? Doesn't matter if they're short or long term, do you have them and are they written down? Or are they just kind of like, uh, yeah, it'd be nice to do that. Because if it is, that's not a goal. You need to be, for it to be a goal, you need to be writing it down and consciously working on it. Not every, not necessarily every day because sometimes we don't need to take daily steps. But I would say minimum, minimum fortnightly, weekly, and then some do need daily steps. But you need to know exactly where you're going in order to figure out those steps first. Do you have a goal and do you reflect on it often enough? So if you've set a goal to save $5,000 before the end of the year, and you've just set that goal and gone, yeah, okay, done. I got to save, however, oh gosh, I should have done the math, but I've got to save, I don't know, 100 bucks a week. <laughs> I can't math that. <laughs> but if you are not reflecting and going, looking back at the end of each month or the, at each fortnight and saying, yes, I've saved the amount that I need, then how are you going to know? Do you need to save more? Do you need to save less? Did something come up and you spent some of that money? Do you need to change your weekly saving amount? Things like that are so important just to make sure that you stay on track. Do you still want that money? Like, what is that money for? Is that Are you still going to value that? Maybe your goals have changed. Maybe you only want to save 5000 Oh, wait, what did I say? Maybe you only want to save 2000 It's totally up to you and goals can change. That is okay. And the last question for goals and moving forward is, do you actually know and are you clear on what you want your life to look like? Because if you don't have this clarity, then whatever goals you set may not help you in getting there. You need to know, and I'm not talking about super exact, exactly where you want to live and exactly the type of house and you're going to have three girls and one boy and a German shepherd dog like you don't have to be that specific but knowing that you want a family knowing that you want to own your own home uh things like that are really important what you want to do for a career which they might change and that's okay but knowing now where you're going is going to help you so much and you're going to feel so much more confident in yourself and any action steps that you're taking because you know that they're moving you forward to where you want to be You're not just floating through life. Now, the lucky last area, number five, that we're going to do a little bit of a life order on is our finances. Personally, I keep a budget. I highly recommend that everyone does it. Um, Track your income and expenses. Doesn't have to be super, super high tech, but knowing what money is coming in and what money is going out is going to be so empowering because you have the knowledge of your own finances. It's not something that just happens to you. You are in control of it, which is the truth. We are in control of it. And honestly, sometimes it's a bit of a reality check. You go, oh, damn, like I did not know. 
So first off is to, you can just write down your income and your expenses and things like that, just to bring some awareness to it. If you've never done anything like this before, write down what money is going out, what money is coming in, all of this. And then from there, you can create a budget and a budget is essentially just allocating money to certain areas. So if you know your bills are 500 a month, you're making sure you're allocating that money out of your income. If you're saving for a car and you want to save 500 a month, then you're allocating that money out of your income kind of thing. So it's all about that, all about knowing where your money's going and just having that control, not overly controlling, but it does make you feel so much more confident and empowered when you know where your money's going. You don't feel so lost. Like you're just like, oh my gosh, where is my money going? You know where it's going. And then that in turn helps you with your financial goals. If you have them, uh, you know how much you're saving, how much you can save, uh, and then you can go from there. So if you have any questions, those five areas that we spoke about were your space, relationships, your time, goals and moving forward and your finances. Do a little bit of a life audit on those. Have a bit of reflection with what we've spoken about. Take some action steps if you need. Do some tidying, create your budget, all of that. I would love to hear what steps you take. And if you would like to take part in the Rising and Thriving Challenge, which is a 30-day challenge that I'm running throughout September, please, please, please go to the podcast description and you'll be able to um, join the Facebook group there. So it's, it's a brand new separate Facebook community where there's a little challenge grid and you just cross off one thing each day. It's not set out. You just pick whatever thing. Um, and there's a bunch of people in there that will be able to support you. And yeah, I'm just so excited. It's super straightforward things. Mainly, I just want to show you that making change does not have to be hard and that that 1% each day, those baby steps do make a difference. So please head to the episode description if you would like to join. And otherwise, I will chat to you guys next week. Have a super awesome day. That brings this week's episode to a close. Thank you all so much for listening and I hope you gained something from it. So if you're not already following me on Instagram, definitely come and join the community. That's at Rising With Confidence, all one word nice and easy for you just pop that in and come and join the community and send me a message let me know that you're from the podcast and I cannot wait to chat to you make sure you subscribe and follow along so that you get notifications every week when a new episode drops thank you for listening